challenging for trees to even have kept pace with natural climate change before humans started accelerating climate change. Minnesota's northern forests are changing rapidly, and warmer temperatures and changing precipitation patterns are driving the shifts. Peter Reich with the University of Minnesota and Michigan has been keeping track of our northern forests. Hey, Peter, welcome back to ClimateCast. Thanks for having me. So last time on ClimateCast, you broke down for us the results you're finding in your research. You're seeing big changes on just three degrees Fahrenheit difference? Yes, indeed. Even modest warming of about three degrees Fahrenheit caused pretty large reductions in growth and survival of two of our kind of iconic northern tree species, uh, spruce and fir. And that seems to be something happening pretty much everywhere on, on Earth. Uh, the air dryness is increasing due to higher temperatures. Plants become more conservative of their water use and as a consequence uh, lose the ability to draw CO2 out of the air and use it to photosynthesize and make new plant material. Peter, we know climate's always changed over time, but what can we say about the current pace of human-caused climate change? I mean, we know it's happening much more quickly than some of the historical climate changes. How How do you see that, and how does that translate to our forests? Forest trees are going to be around in the landscape for 50 or 100 or 200 years, and their their generation time is long, and they evolve more slowly than something that, like a microbe, that can evolve quickly. And so it's really challenging for trees to even have kept pace with natural climate change before humans started accelerating the pace of climate change. What are the biggest things that you think people might not know about our forests and climate change? How important and potentially useful our forests will be to fight climate change if we manage to slow down climate change enough that we can manage our forests to acquire more carbon and sequester it because there's actually more and more evidence that there's a lot of extra capacity in our forest lands around the world to actually have higher stocking of trees and higher carbon in trees and soils. I just did the calculations this morning over the states of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. The amount of CO2 that moves from the atmosphere to the states every year in the weight of carbon dioxide is the equivalent of more than 2 million elephants every single day and every single night. That's part of both the sensitivity of our forests to what's happening in the atmosphere, but also the ability of our landscapes to slow down climate change by sequestering more carbon by just increasing photosynthesis just a little bit and decreasing carbon losses just a little bit. Big picture, as we look at our forests, because we love our forests in Minnesota, what more can we do to help our trees and our forests? We can try to manage the forest in light of the stresses to come. So with harvesting, you might try to make the forest a little less densely stocked so that there's not as much water wicking off the forest every day and every night in the summer so that the soil moisture can stay a little higher. You could try to encourage species that are more likely to do better in the future conditions. But we can't adapt ourselves out of this. We have to mitigate climate change. And there's no technological barriers. The barriers are purely political and cultural at this point. So the good news is we can actually fix this if we choose to. Always good to end on a positive note. Peter Reich with the University of Minnesota and Michigan. Thanks for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Well, thank you for inviting me. 
That's Climate Cast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutton.